This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. What up? Ah, 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 what up? Wow, I, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I did not, I did not see that coming um, as your um, opener. Um, I'm, I'm fine. How are you? I am well, I am well, I am well. That's, that's what's up. Appreciate Good. that. Got our paintings up. Yes, we've got our art got up, our, finally. Got our art up, looking great. Our walls aren't naked anymore. Um, shout out to Bay Arts. Yes, Mensa. Mensa Bay. Yes. Um, friend from college who provided art for us. Yes. And for Baxter Cupcakes, I guess they, I guess her tag name is Baxter Cupcakes. That's right. Um, Kimberly Baxter, who also did a great painting to it for us. Yes, it's awesome. It's awesome we sauce. posted it to our Facebook and Instagram. Yes, yes. It's out there in those streets. We're drinking the tears of our enemies in 2020. Yes, yes, yes. You know the vibes. <laughs> What? So, you know, we're, what, three, four days away from Christmas? Haven't mm. wrapped a single gift. Um, Still have to purchase. My, I don't know why I do this every year. Every year I'd be like, I'm going to get it together. I'm going to get the gifts on time. And then it'd be December 22nd, 23rd. And I'd be like, ah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. You don't have your life together either? No. Great. Great. I thought that you did because I no, I I, do not. I usually do. you usually do. I usually do, but I think um the housewarming and trying to get everything together kind of put threw a, you off. Put a pause in every and then the snow day. Yeah. Put a pause in everything. So I kind of I kind of backed away. Yeah, I don't and, I don't really have it together. Lost, lost time. Yeah. The, I think that snow day really threw a lot of things off cuz first of all, I didn't know it was going to snow, so I was like, "Wait, what's going on here?" cuz I had plans for that day. I had plans to go and like do things and none of it none of it materialized and i wasn't sure it was like a snow day or like a snow day right because it's different because like a snow day could just be like oh it's a little dusting nothing too crazy like i could just put on like my like i can still go places right i can still do things this was like a snowstorm snowstorm where you just stay in your house yeah and hope that the electricity doesn't go out yeah that that's yeah work yeah yeah i was like how rude how rude to show up the week before christmas how rude yeah it's trash like people don't have things to do (laughs) cause I'm like that really threw off my whole situation I was like well okay I can't do that because Friday we had what did we have Friday we had something to do Friday I don't know that was something who knows yeah and I think yeah Friday we didn't get off to a good start either cause you know snowstorm staying up late sleeping in late yeah yeah and then we had to go pick up stuff I had a doctor's appointment yeah it was just a lot going on yeah it's crazy. So none of none of the things were accomplished. So I'm just like, okay, I probably should pull it together um, soon. Uh, 
hopefully I'll get all your Christmas gifts in time for Christmas. Otherwise, you might have an IOU situation. I don't want you to take it personally. <laughs> it's cool. I just want you to know I, I love you and I care about you very much. I just uh, didn't yeah, possibly, I, I, I possibly didn't get your present in a timely fashion. Yeah, it's fine. I, same. Um, <laughs> um, same Z's. Same Z's. That's fine. All right. Um, but uh, shout out to people. This is season three, episode twenty-one. Yes, episode twenty-one. Your no podcast with your host, Miss KB. That's me. You know the vibes. And me, Mister Metapoetic. Mark Metapoetic. Yeah, that is me. That is me. That's him. Um, thank you so much for listening in. We appreciate um, y'all. Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, then, depending on when you're gonna be listening to this, Merry Christmas. We. Um, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festivus to the rest of y'all because I celebrate Christmas. But you know, <laughs> whatever for the rest of you. Yes, fe- fest of you for the rest of you. That was the episode name. <laughs> it was. It was like it was an episode. It was first season. It was the first season. Yes, yeah. fest of you for the rest. Fest of, of you for the rest of you. Yes, because that's what that's what y'all do. And I'm not. I'm not shaming. I'm not judging. <laughs> celebrate whatever holidays you want to yeah. celebrate. I just. I just yeah. don't know enough about this. Yeah. No. No idea. So you know, go be great, y'all. Or can I be great? Um, just let me be. Next great. episode, FYI, will be our end of year wrap up. Will it? Yeah, yeah I guess because it's. Cr- I I'm a little perplexed about what's going on like time wise. <laughs> oh so God. I'm like, next yeah. week is the last year, the last week of the year. You are correct. Yeah, that's. I'm for some reason thinking we have one more week. We do not. That is incorrect. Yeah. I, I, well, I was gonna figure out like we might have to require court on Saturday for the people's. Okay, that's that's an appropriate response. What? <laughs> what? What? But if I can't be honest here, who can I be honest with? Okay. Um. But let's wanna, let's move on. Let's get into it. I love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 hey. Love it or lose it for season three, episode 21. Um, love it or lose it, FYI, we usually have four choices. Only one person knows all the four choices. And usually we have to choose one to lose, throw away, never want to see again, and one you love, hold on, like, and never want to let go. Never let go. Um, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's easy. Um, I guess this, this moment might be hard for me. And this one is white comedians okay and this is most this is just for the comedy i I say that for the purpose of one person like has had some legal issues (laughs) okay so for their this is for their comedy specifically Uh, or or any content they've put out artistically okay okay so the four comedians are okay jim gaffigan Uh uh-huh John Oliver, uh huh, Bill Burr, uh huh, Louis C.K. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like this. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to just call a spade a spade and opt out of this love it or lose no. it choice. Um, nope. not gonna play. Um, we have to no. play. I don't have to do anything except stay black and die. <laughs> you have to play. Come on. Excuse no. Me. Love it or lose it. I can't love or lose anyone. Oh my god. Yes. I, like we, we, these are the only four we like. So. 
Oh, this is so hard. Oh my God. I, I, like, I, I knew we like Lucy Cat. I was, like, I was, I was debating should I put him down. I was like, I put him down. But um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, we don't like any other com- white comedians as much as we like these four. I mean, that's that's also true. That's what I said. Like, this, this, these are these are these are the four white we white ones we actually like. Okay, so you said Louis C.K., Bill Burr, John Oliver, and uh, Jim Gaffigan. Yes, we've seen two of these in person. I don't know. This is hard. I like all of them. Yes. Um. Okay. <laughs> that, so that, that is that is the purpose. Oh, we'll, we'll so all right. So <laughs> I think we we can talk it out. Let's talk it out. These are awful choices. Okay. First of all, awful. Um, zero out of ten stars would not recommend his choices. However, um, you said it's based on what? Um, their their artistic contributions. Okay. Um. So. Okay, this is a very very hard choice for me. Very 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 hard. But I think Louis C.K. is going to be the one I lose. Okay. Just because he was out here being a weirdo in them streets in the Me Too times, and it was just like Lewis, why you had to do this? Like I was really fooling with you in the comedy. I was I was fooling with the show you had on like FX at one point, and I was really into it. And then you just made it weird, and you know I just ugh just messed up a perfectly good thing. But like I still do find him to be quite funny. Yes. I just yeah like given given the other three in the category plus him it was like I gotta find some some reason to eliminate you and that's that's the reason. So Louis yeah. C.K. I'll, I'll I'll say Louis C.K. too but for the reasons of I just like I, I guess it's it's since the scandal but but because also since the scandal I haven't heard from you. Nah for real where have you been? What's up? <laughs> like he, I, he has I, laid I the lowest why. of profiles. I understand why but because I haven't seen I've heard from the other three. Yes, the other three have given me content in the last year. Yes. You have not. Yeah. So it's more, it might be more that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, where is he? I'm like, let me go look on his Instagrams. Does he have an Instagram? Um, I don't know. I don't know if he, um, he You should. know who else took a, took a, a hard hiatus and I'm just like, oh damn. Um, Aziz Ansari. I was going to say, I was like, you going to say Aziz Ansari? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He, he cause he, but I, I I think, and I feel like his situation wasn't even that, that. I feel like that lady was dragging it. Honestly, I think he was, but I'm not sure. It depends on how he took it, though. Yeah, he might have took it harder than. Because you know what popped up the other day on TV, um, not on TV, but like there was clips going around of the show he used to be on with Lena Waithe, Master of None, and I was like, dang, where is this? He's on. Sorry, like yeah. that situation happened, and he went. He was like, let me just get on. Ghost, yeah, like I just, I just found him on Instagram and followed him. I guess he's he hasn't really been active since April, and Louis C.K. hasn't been on his Instagram since like twenty. He's got five posts on Instagram. Yeah, and maybe more on Twitter because a lot of a lot of like the um, last one was from twenty thirteen. So I don't even think he's still on this uh this this page no more. A, a lot of comedians use Twitter more than anything else, honestly. Yeah, so I might, might go on check. Twitter's see what he's talking about. But yeah, I'm like, them two kind of vanished after that whole thing happened. Now, Louis C.K., he needed to do a little vanish because you, you was wild, bro. Yeah, Louis C.K. posted on um, Twitter October 31st. Okay, what he said. Year. That was still like two, almost two months ago. Yes, but it wasn't like years ago. Yeah. <laughs> His wonder, last post was candy is good, so. I wonder what he does with himself these days. He's talking about voting. He, he has like, he's running for it. 
he he has the most random phrases. It's just bagels are dumb. It's not a hoax. Stay hydrated. My That's mask fair. is itchy. Ice cream is tasty. <laughs> like just random things. Well, okay. Oh, okay. All right then. That's that's cool. That's that's cool. That is that is totally cool. If that's that's the way you want to approach things. Yeah, I I, I feel as if that I need to figure out how to use Twitter. I I, I don't post on Twitter at all, but I realize very rarely. Yeah, very rarely. Like my posts on Twitter are just from my Instagram <laughs> post. That's all it is. Pretty much. Much. Aziz, Aziz Ansari hasn't posted since last year. Yeah, I'm like, okay, he just they just said, all right, well that's enough of that's enough of all that. Just gonna yeah. move on. Um, but yeah, um, so what you love it? No, you have to tell me you lose it. I said lose again. Oh, I thought and you I were said, just like responding to what I was no, saying. No, I said for this. I said for the reason because he hasn't posted anything. He hasn't done anything. Okay. Within the last yeah, like. I've I've heard from the other people like Jim Gaffigan has done a lot of random things during the during quarantine. Yeah. He's like posted like video random videos and stuff like that. He's he's been active. Right. Um Bill Burr has done SNL. Mhm. He was active. <laughs> he right. he was going to like um Dave Chappelle's thing. He was posting like he he's he, he has a podcast. Uh-huh. And it's actually pretty hilarious. Oh, okay. Um and he's been active. Um what's the last other one um John Oliver? John Oliver, yeah. He he has his show. He's been active. Yeah. So it's, it's just a la- la- lack of activity. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Because when you said Louis C.K., like I, the first thing I thought was, damn, where is he? Yeah. Because I haven't heard Diddley Squad. I haven't seen him pop up nowhere. Like, just nothing. It's been quiet. Yes. But he, he, he is funny. It's just his lack of content. Yeah. All right. Um, who's your love it? My love it. Um... John Oliver. Uh, I think John Oliver is my love it because um, one, he's British and British humor. Just I really I really appreciate British humor. Like that's a general thing, you know, colonialism or whatever. But, you know, I love British humor. And also, I don't think I've ever laughed at a comedy show in my life as hard as I laughed at John Oliver. And I did not. And funny thing is, when I went to see John Oliver, I was kind of looking like, oh, OK, he's going to be giving me like a daily show like type of tea like that man was hilarious i was screaming the entire time i was i did not think i was gonna laugh that hard i i don't think i've ever laughed that hard at a comedy show before or since like i just i remember how hard i was laughing i was so surprised by how genuinely funny he was like and not just with like planned jokes but just like off the cuff like just he's hilarious like we went to see jim gaffigan too and i thought jim gaffigan was hilarious and funny but like I've watched Jim Gaffigan specials, so I know what to expect. Like, I expected to laugh and have the response that I had. I think the John Oliver caught me by surprise. I really didn't think I was going to laugh like that, but he, I would see him in person again for sure, 100%. Yeah. And I love watching, you know, uh, what's the show he has, uh, Last Week Tonight on um, HBO. So, you know, I just, and I just like him, his personality. I was kind of going back and forth between him and Bill Burr, yeah, but it yeah. was like, Bill Burr I've I've never seen before in in concert I've always seen like you know on TV or whatever the case is but Bill Burr is probably like the close second yeah for me I was about to say I think John Oliver is the smartest one on the list mm-hmm. like his comedy comedy is very smart it comes from a certain place um 
and I, I love last week tonight, but I think I'm gonna give it to Bill Burr. Okay. Um, because I, I he he pushes he pushes a certain edge <laughs> that mm. I think I need in my comedy sometimes. Okay. Oh, oh, he, absolutely. Bill he, Burr. Bill Burr will say some stuff that I have you clutching your purse. Like, he, I can't he, believe you would say something like he that. He goes over a certain line that I think that um. He's Dave Chappelle light with like the. I'm just tap. I'm just jump over the line. I'm right though. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna so, jump over. Yeah. So like, I I, I think that that he he does what because like all four of them they have their own version of like a line jump a little bit mm-hmm. but Bill Burr goes really over yeah. like Louis C.K. like he, he Bill Burr like goes more over than Louis C.K. you know Bill Burr goes over the line because white people get mad at Bill Burr yeah Bill, Bill Burr is like goes over more than Louis C.K. and Louis yeah. C.K. goes goes over <laughs> yeah Louis C.K. I'm like hey. <laughs> but Bill Burr goes is, is goes over more than that Bill Burr says line what line <laughs> Bill Burr actually kind of gives me like uh uh what's that guy's name George Carlin kind of tea like George yeah. Carlin used to say some real like yeah, off the wall exactly, exactly type stuff so I feel like Bill Burr kind of gives me that same that same uh that same energy yeah yeah but and and like I I I think I um I, I appreciate Bill Burr for that. Um, but 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 like like I said, a close one B is John Oliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I I, I wasn't sure if you were gonna go with John or, or or Bill. I figured you would probably you would probably go with one of the one of the two of them. I just wasn't sure which one was gonna be yeah. the number one. But yeah, if you don't know who any of these people are that we're talking about, go look them up. Like you're gonna get your life and get your laugh on. It'll bless you. Yeah, like look, look at Bill Burr's SNL um, monologue. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Had the white women's in shambles. Yeah, if check shambles. out like I said, check out John Oliver's um, show. Um, he did the last one for the year already, but you can look at it. Um, Jim Gaffigan, his YouTube channel is just funny in general. Oh yeah, and he does like stuff with his family a lot, so it's it's good to watch. Word, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so that was love it. Or lose it, hey, love it. Or lose it, hey, 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 love it. Or lose it, hey, love it. Or lose it, hey, 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 um, let's no, get... you're not gonna. No, I, I really do want an explanation. Like what, what's happening? Like how did you arrive there with the with the with the ad libs for this week? It was necessary. It was important. Was it though? I believe so. I don't. But okay. Okay. Well, main okay. topic. <laughs> That's all you will offer me <laughs> as the explanation. Yes. They they couldn't hear anything you said. By the way, you were far away from Mike. I'm trying. I'm trying to time keep and, and pod at the same time, <laughs> and like I couldn't see because the, the phone screen went dark where we're doing the timekeeping. So I was like, "What does it say?" Okay, so we're gonna start it here. That's great. Don't judge me. So main topic. Main topic. Introduce, please. So, um, if you are not familiar, um, in this day and age of social media, we've got a number of relationship experts out there both male and female and um it's really become a thing 
um, in the social media realm in the last couple of years to be a quote unquote relationship expert. Um, there are no qualifications required for this. Like literally just anyone can say that they're a relationship expert and, you know, they kind of go. Um, so if you're on social media a lot, you might've heard of Derek Jackson. He's one of the like male relationship experts that a lot of people follow. Um, Tony Gaskins, um, who was married to Latoya Luckett at one point, he was one of those big, um, relationship experts. It basically any black man that you see that gets posted a lot talking about, this is what women need to do. And this is, this is what the dating game is all about. And this is what you need to be focusing. He's probably either a current or aspiring relationship expert. Like there's a lot of them. Those are just the two that I, I can remember like seeing consistently for the last couple of years. Um, there's another one by the name of Kevin Samuels. Um, he has been around for a bit now. I think he's like a slightly older gentleman. Like I think, uh, the previous two, Derek and, and Tony are like maybe mid thirties, early forties. I think Kevin is a little bit older than that. Um, he's been married twice, divorced twice, has like grown kids and, um, not really sure why he decided to take the turn to relationship uh, so advice expert person. What what I realized, and this, this, this goes hand in with everything, by the way, is of course, man, like they like men don't have the same standard. They don't, they don't give men the same standard as women with a lot of things. This is part of it too. Cause no one researches like how happy their marriage is. No one researches like if they are married or anything. there's like, Oh, he be known guy stuff. Right. Cause it's like, <laughs> like no, no one checks to say like, Oh, how, how effective is his strategy for himself? Right. Because I, <laughs> I, I'm not shading anybody who's divorced or is in the process of divorcing or has been divorced. Cause I don't know. I've never been there. I can't speak to what brings people there. And I can't say, oh, something is wrong with them as a person because they got divorced. There are many, many valid reasons for divorce. So I'm not even trying to be shady about that. But it's just like, I kind of feel like if you're going to be a relationship expert, I kind of do a, need to do a little bit dig, of digging into what qualifies you to be said expert. And if you've been twice divorced, I have some questions and, and not, not just twice divorced, but twice divorced. And both times the women initiated the divorce. So I'm like, so what all, what all is the tea here? Like they, they, they never, they never, um, put, so, so just the way people be yeah. following these people, I'm like, well, I don't know. Like they, they, they never like, Oh, how, how happy are their relationships? Right. So and he, then the other guy, Derek Jackson, like, I think I saw something a couple months ago where people are like, why is he hiding his wife? Like, it's just weird like they all just move weird and do strange things and and so it's just kind of like i mean i'm not you know a broken clock is right twice a day so i'm not gonna say that these individuals don't have valuable like insight have knowledge and knowledgeable something. knowledgeable you know feedback to offer but just don't like take everything they're saying <laughs> like as, as the as gospel, gospel. Yeah. yeah yeah so basically kevin samuels he i guess he does like a call-in show type thing where he offers advice to women who are having trouble finding a man and it's specifically geared towards people who are looking for a uh, a six figure earner top 10% type of man. And I guess he considers himself to be one of those kinds of men. So he feels like he has the 
the uh, qualifications to speak on what it takes to pull a man that's in the upper echelons of black men that he is in or believes he is in. Um, that's, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so this video of his went viral like two weeks ago where a young lady called in and was basically saying she's looking for, she makes six figures. And so she's looking for a man who is doing the same as her or better. And basically Kevin Samuel sort of told her, you need to lower your expectations because don't no man care about no money that a woman makes. He like That's not his problem. Ain't no man looking for no woman for money. So you bringing that up is, you know, kind of bringing your stock down and making you unattractive. He then goes on to further say, essentially, she's not that good looking. Like, I think he says, like, on a scale of one to ten, she's like a five or a six. No, no. I'll, I'll, what, what I will say is she said that herself. She said that. He, he asked her, what do you put what do, yourself What do you rate yourself? And she said five. Okay. Yeah, she did. You're right. She did say five. And he was like, well, if you consider yourself a five, how do you think that you can attract a man that's a nine or a ten? Like, you, you wildin'. You need to, you need to, like, lower your standards, basically. But it was like, the way he said it was so like just <sighs> hateful like it wasn't there was nothing helpful about it to me it just came across like he was trying to like knock her down a peg a bit because he felt like she was she was asking for too much when she to him was like kind of basic in terms of like her how she looked or whatever the case may be so you know that that tweet went that video I'm sorry went viral and you know I started reading about him a little more and finding out that like this is kind of the way he speaks and so apparently he's made a lot of women cry that have called into him he's been very like blunt with them and kind of like harsh callous whatever you want to call it and so you know I can, we kind of want to talk about it and you know this whole idea of this whole relationship expert thing, like where does the line kind of get clear with that? And also, you know, what does it mean to like our dating preferences unrealistic? Do people need to lower their standards? Like, is that the route to finding a person? So, uh, yeah, I think, I think there is some validity in what Kevin was saying in the sense of, if you believe yourself to be a five, like when she said five, I was like, girl, what? If you believe yourself to be a five, like why would you think that a man that considers himself a nine or 10 would be interested in you? Like my whole thing with, with Kevin and kind of the way that he was acting, it was like, you're not good looking enough to be talking to people like this. Like, that's just my feeling. Um, you are to me, a regular looking Negro. My husband is better looking than you to me. You might not feel that way, but I do. So I, I can't see how you feel like you, you have the, the, the authority to kind of talk to women this disrespectfully. Um, but you know, he's, <sighs> I don't want to be shady, but he's also a member of uh, one of the fraternities of the, the pretty boy fraternity. And I find it interesting that the least attractive members of the pretty boy fraternity always act the way they act. 
it don't never be the good looking ones of the fraternity that act like that it'd be the ones that be like oh he's he's a five that become a member of that fraternity and just start acting like they're the best thing to have come along since sliced bread and beignets and so i can't i can't take it so i just i just wanted to get that off my chest because i just felt like you were not good looking enough to be trying people like this you're just not but at the same time, I felt like, sis, why would you say that you're a five? When Correct. this man has already been up here dragging you, telling you that don't no man care about no money, you you focus on the wrong things. Why would you say that about yourself? Yeah, like, number one, um, she has... So I, I, I think her... Um, his his advice was terrible, number one. Um, I, think, I think his advice was terrible. I think no, the first thing he should have said was, you can't think of yourself as a five. Um, right, because that to, speaks it, to her self-esteem that she correct. would say that about herself. So, I, I I think a lot of times take your confidence kind of um, drives someone's relationship and and um, knowledge of somebody. So, I, I don't I don't believe in the you should never try with um, somebody else. I don't I, I never I, I don't think you should not try with something you're attracted to and to go with something you're not attracted to. I don't believe in that at all. I think your confidence needs to be up for that to work, to that to be a thing, though. The reason why I say that is because people only say that to women. Mm-hmm. People only say to women, you can't date a man out of your league. Right. Men, we try date people out of our league all, all the, the time. time. Every day. All the time. Every day. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And that's the reality. Uh and i i I think it's i think it's ridiculous to say that women can't do that yeah yeah and um if she feels as if she wouldn't do that's fine but like like i said the the advice i would give her would be to your confidence is down yeah like you you're 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 because like when he said you look like he was like oh yeah but you know i'm not this and i'm like you're already bringing yourself down so Lack of confidence is sometimes it was is unattractive to just people. It's not men or women, just people. Is <laughs> like unattract like when you're not confident in yourself, right? So I, I I think I think confidence plays a lot more than anything else. I agree. I agree. I'm like the fact that because to me I feel as if like everyone has insecurities. Anybody who says they don't is a liar. Correct. But I feel also as if like if you are looking to attract a certain like. People people can tell when you don't feel a hundred percent confident, as Mark said, in who you are as a person. So that to some people could make you less attractive. Like to someone who's a predator, they might be like, Oh yeah, this person doesn't have high self esteem. They're not confident. This is something I can get into and like do some manipulation with. But to a person who is seriously looking for a partner, you if you already think yourself as a five, you've already brought yourself down to a three or two because you're coming off so unconfident so unsure of yourself so just blah because it's hard to and I don't think a lot of people connect the dots on this it's like you can be physically beautiful you can you know have your hair done look nice with your clothes whatever the case is but if your confidence isn't there if you don't believe that you're as fly as your outward expression may put on then it's not going to match up to somebody that's looking at you from the outside like people all the time are like oh well I don't understand 
you know how this type of person gets picked like there are people who are like oh like they talk about big like larger women all the time and they're like oh i don't know how these men be choosing them i'm like because they're confident like confidence is attractive like regardless of what anybody will try to tell you no man really wants to like make a life with a woman who he feels is like always like oh my god i'm so fat oh my god i'm so ugly oh my god i'm a five like that's unattractive no man wants to be with somebody who feels that way or or a woman or yeah and it's yeah exactly nobody wants to be with somebody who feels that way it's just nobody because (laughs) after a while when that person keeps saying that the the person that's dating them is like well is something wrong with me did i pick this person like what's like what's what's up like how i end up here correct so it's like you you have to get confidence in yourself and and like all right because lack of confidence plays into a lot of things it's not even just uh all that but like your ex on your heightened sense of jealousy heightened sense of like how you treat other people like it all plays into those insecurities Mm -hmm. so like it 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 becomes like working on that matters first <laughs> i agree because that, agree. that makes you a better spouse in general people like you're not you're not just a better spouse because you want to do things for somebody else right that's just not what makes you a better spouse right so it's it like it having confidence in yourself makes you a better spouse right because to me i feel like the whole thing where she was like talking about the salary thing don't get me wrong if you out here making good money there's a certain type of man that you're looking for like I don't make six figures, but if I was single and making six figures, I wouldn't be trying to talk to a man who like uh, works the, the the fry section at McDonald's. No shade to the young man who works the fry section at McDonald's, but like that's just it's just an unequal dynamic. Like it's just it's just too big of a disparity. Yeah. So like, like, like I, be, before you continue, mm. the problem is is a lot of times when women say that it's a big thing because guys <laughs> guys be feel insecure. Mm-hmm. And, and and that is the issue that guys feel like oh that means I get well it's it's not for you, right? Like right. she she doesn't want to talk to you, right? And, and that's and, her choice, and she has a choice to not want to talk to you, and and like it, it has to do with like a lifestyle thing, it has to do with the lifestyle of some a lot of times people have dated people, and like it, it might not be fair like you might like they might find someone with low income who might who they might be attracted to it's just they're just like. It's like saying why why have any standards at all, right? <laughs> like you you a lot of times your standards are based off your experiences, right? A lot of times your standards are based off I've dated these kinds of people. I'm trying to change it up because I'm I I don't I'm trying to not date the same kind of people for a reason. That doesn't mean that someone in that category might not be the great person for you, but you're trying to um change what kind of people you've dated, right? And everything because it's, it's like, like so, like for instance, if people make six figure, like in the three hundred thousand dollar range, five hundred thousand dollar, like you, you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle, right? You're accustomed to moving a certain way, right? And everything like that. And someone who's making fifty thousand, you're also accustomed to moving a certain way, right? And like, you don't want the other person to feel insecure, yeah, <laughs> about you moving a certain way. Yeah, you don't want them to feel like, oh, I'm they're less of a person, or they're they're not as accomplished, and like, I, I, you don't want to have to go confidence again. You don't want to have to go and feel like I have to build this person up, right? Or <laughs> Just, I have to downplay myself to make that person not feel, feel insecure. 
Correct. And so, like, I, and instead of because like money is a very contentious issue with people. Absolutely. So, I, so instead of saying I feel like I have to downplay myself just to do that, I'm just going to date in my price range. Yeah, and that's that's completely valid. So the two things I wanted to say: one, I feel like I and I I, I could be wrong, but I felt like with this lady, like. Because she feels like she's a five, she feels like her thing of value is that she's a six figure earner. And so she's like, if I'm if I put that forward first, that could that could potentially sell me, quote unquote, a little bit better than just my physical appearance or whatever the case is. She's like, okay, I'm a five, but I make six figures. So that kind of balances it out. So I think that's kind of the way it, it. came across a little bit in terms of how she was presenting what she was saying even though I feel like as you said you know if you are used to making a certain type of money and living a certain type of way you want to be with somebody who is familiar with the way you're living and the way you want to live and they're on board with the types of things that you're on board with because for example uh, I don't know those of you who watched uh, I think I mentioned it on this podcast a few times married at first sight So this most recent season of Married at First Sight, they were in New Orleans. That was the most recent season. And there was a couple that was put together by the experts where this was a big issue. The woman was a nurse practitioner who was making six figures. And the guy was like, he worked for like a a technology company or something like that. And he made $50,000. And that was, and like he was an a-hole from the jump. I don't think he was ever really committed to the process. But like a large part of their fighting centered around money because he owned his own home and she rented and he felt like she was stupid for renting because she makes a more like pretty much double triple what he makes why is she renting and for her it was like I don't want to own a home because as I work a lot I'm never at home so why am I wasting money on to, like on some place that I'm not really at. Like I literally just need a place to sleep and, you know, make some food every now and again. I also want to travel and do like, she's the type of, she, the woman was the type of person that like, you know, goes on adventures to like New Zealand and Australia. Like she likes to travel. She likes to do fun stuff. Like that's her idea of a good time. He was, he was kind of more of a, I want to be practical. I want to re- be responsible. I save this, that, the third and the fourth. And, you know, a lot of the conversations they had, it was like about her feeling like he was insecure about the fact that he made less money. So he felt like he wanted to like micromanage how she spent her money and make her feel like she thought she was better than him because she made more. And she's like, that's not it. Like, that's not it at all. I don't care that you make less than me. That's fine. I'm just used to living a certain type of way. And I don't feel like you should make me feel like I'm a bad person for living the way that I live. Like I like to go out and eat. I like to travel. I like to do adventures. I like to do those types of things. I understand that you don't do those things because you don't feel like you have the money to do it, but don't make me feel bad because I have it and I want to do it. And so like, you know, spoiler alert, in case you didn't watch it, they, they ultimately ended up not staying together. Like when decision day came for the show, but it was like interesting to see that dynamic where the woman made more than the man. And it was like, he couldn't get past it like he was just so bothered so I kind of understand the young lady in the Kemma Samuel situation perspective you don't want to date somebody that makes 
significantly less money than you because you don't want to feel like you have to keep explaining your lifestyle to somebody that just doesn't get it and it's not their fault that they don't get it they just don't live that way like i don't make six figures i don't make five hundred thousand dollars a year i don't know what people at that level of, of spending do i might be like well huh wow wow what wow look at that so <laughs> so i could understand why someone might not want to be bothered with that like that makes sense to me so I, I do kind of understand why people that make that kind of money want to stick with people who also make that kind of money. To me, it's like the same thing with like, you know, the Instagram girls and the, the, the video model and those girls who like, you'd be like, why do they keep dating like this singer and this rapper and this basketball player? And it's like, once you get used to being around the ty- a certain type of financial bracket, it's like, but I look like talking to the FedEx guy. Yeah, and a like, lot of, and a lot of them have their own money. Right. So it's like they're they're making a certain amount of money from the Instagram and everything. They're like, right. why why would I? <laughs> like, what am I talking to a regular guy for? Like, why would I not look for somebody who's doing the same as me or better? Yeah, and and, and like I, I I know it's it's a very like great like people think like oh it's a money it's not it's not a money I I, I want someone just because of their money it's more like I said it's just not wanting to deal with the insecurities of somebody else. Yeah. 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 I agree. And not having to want to explain themselves. It, it, it's like why sometimes people date in, in their race. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to explain themselves. Yeah. So much. They were like, all right, I, I don't want to explain all these things. Let me just, let me just find someone who gets it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's ultimately what, um, the young lady, uh, in the Kevin Samuels video was, is trying to get to is finding somebody that gets it in terms of like what she, what she's doing career wise, financially, whatever the case is. Um, I didn't agree with Kevin's point that men don't care what women make. They do. And there are men out there who like be looking for sugar mamas. So, I mean, to, yeah. to, to just dismiss it as don't no man care about that. I'm like, yeah, it's not true. It's not like, true. Like, so, You're some, some men it. are looking for women. You might not care, but there yeah. are men who do. There's men who are looking for women who are in that price range, too, because they sometimes men don't want somebody to have to pay for everything for them, too. Right. They want like, them to have their own money to do what they got to do. Right. Right. I agree. And it's like, I, I, I think, you know, generally, too, my other thing is like when women express that they have a certain like financial requirement or standard or whatever that they're looking for they're always constantly being referred to as gold diggers and it's like no like I feel like we got to come to an agreement about what what the narrative is supposed to be here is that too and like like I said I've I've um, I've seen posts from guys and guys get upset because like a woman, woman won't talk like guys from, from a male perspective. I've seen it where like guys just feel like women should just date them. She always just give any guy just a chance, and that's why I said I don't understand what what they talking about because they because like this guys all the time feel like nah if they just gave me a chance they just want all guys want to do all women want to do is date the ballers and everything. I'm like no, she wants to, but just like if she was doesn't want to date you, that she just doesn't want to date you. Like don't don't just count it against her. <laughs> like right. she's not a terrible person because she don't want to date you. Right. Like she just doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't find you to be attractive. Attractive or for whatever reason. And, and, and that's, that's her prerogative. Right. But like people, act, people, um, 
feel as if like women should just give all guys a chance. <laughs> that's and not how it works. Like no, that's if they're not, not attracted to you. They're not attracted to you. Right, like that's the bottom line. And it can be a, it can like I said before, it can be a number of reasons why they're not attracted to you. But women don't have to give you a chance. And I feel like that's that's kind of because like while reading the comments of different people, like there were a lot of people who agree with what Kevin told the woman, and there were a lot of people. There are a lot of people who felt like, oh, you know, black women they need to like get real and you know stop with all these standards and all this this and all this that like you know and i feel and I, i've heard this argument before i saw i heard somebody say like what in the tyler perry is going on here because you know in a lot of tyler perry movies it'd be some woman that's doing well for herself and you know it's always kind of like this we'll give the regular guy a chance he'll treat you better <laughs> like you know daddy's little girls the one with idris elba where he had the three kids um what was the one um the diary of a mad black woman yeah. um yeah. uh just any number of tyler perry movies that you could think of where this narrative of the black woman that's doing well for herself isn't finding happiness because she's worried about a man with money and she just needs to give the regular guy a chance and she'll <laughs> she'll find true love and be happy like, and so there's a lot of people who feel that way and so there was people like in the comments talking about oh she need to just find her a regular guy like a nice guy that's like a truck driver or something like that so and i'm just like why why would she do that why why like for what for what like i will say like keeping it a full buck her finding a man that is you know in the range of what she wants in terms of like income and career and stuff like that that's also black pretty slim because i find that a lot of and i, I could be wrong but this, this, this is based on my social media observations i find that there's a large number of black men who have means that find themselves in relationship with or married to women that are not black. That's not true. But I, but I understand why you say that. It looks that way. I'm no, saying I, I optically, don't. it looks no, that way I, to I, me. I don't think I understand, but it's not true. 85% of black men marry black women. So yes, true. 85, with the other 15%, what they doing? They might be doing something else. That That's all I'm saying. I, I'm, I, I'm trying to say- No, it, I understand it's, it's, what it's you're right. saying. Yeah. But I also feel like there, we can't deny that there is this idea that when a black man makes it the trophy for making it is a non-black woman for a lot of them for some for some not, not, not a lot of them, some of them for some of them that is a thing that is a, that is that, a, that is that is what's publicly shown but yes that is what's but, publicly but, shown but it is also many black men also go for black women all the time yes but what i'm saying is what it's harder because in a cuz in a, in addition to the, 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 this is why it, it's harder because black men tend to like black women tend to always like um want to focus on black men to the to last resort right black men tend to look at the whole field right and that's what i was getting ready to say that, so like, what so makes like, it harder so, so is that that, that that is what it, but it's it's not like because like the reason i understand what you're trying to say but a lot of times people say that um and like people like it makes it seem like the intentions of black men is like I don't want to date a black woman that's not true. Some of them do have that in, in, intention, some, but some yes, do, but it's not a, it's not a large percentage at all. Okay, I mean, it, it's 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 I, large I, I, enough. I, I, I don't think it's that large at all. I I think it does happen. I think um it does happen. I think it's based off of how the circles they're in 
based off um what's going like it's it's a lot of factors that play into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I don't I don't I don't I don't see that I don't see it like that at all. I mean, when I think about the number of professional athletes, both current and former who I follow on social media. And these are, these are like respectable men, like Michael Strahan, for example, like, you know, he's had a great career playing football. Now he does good morning America. He's out here in these streets, getting to the TV bag. If you saw his children, you would not think that they were biracial. Those children are, those children look white. I'm just like, those his kids. Like when I see people like him, um, uh, uh, I, I'm trying to think like Michael Jordan, like a, a number of like men of a certain financial stature have gone towards either a woman of another race or a very, very, very light skinned black woman. So I think for a more definitely African phenotype looking black woman, a black man that's in a certain financial bracket, she has a lot of competition to face against women from other races, lighter skinned black women. It's it, the competition is fierce. And so, you know, I think, and I, we've talked about this before, like in the, independently. Um, I think that's where we're starting to see a lot more black women embrace interracial relationships because they're like, look, the pool of black men that meet the requirements I have is slimming by the moment and it's not just me that's checking for them yeah. everybody's checking for them so what do what do i now do do i foreclose myself to just being single or like continuing to like do the dating rat pack thing trying to find a black man that meets these requirements or do i expand my horizons no, I, and I, potentially I, look at someone else honestly like like this says 83 percent of married black men who earned at least a hundred thousand annually got hitched to black women. Okay, but what was she doing? Is my question. Is like this is not they weren't like a regular black woman. Is what I'm saying. They were probably a black woman that was doing the same thing they were doing. Eighty three percent. I I'm hard pressed to believe that a black man that's making six figures is marrying like just regular community college black girl. It's possible. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a high percentage for it to just be for them all to be. <laughs> make I'm not saying that woman has to be making six figures too necessarily, but she she got to be doing something. I, what I'm saying is, I, I don't know. I don't think it's, she's some kind of professional, or she got something going on. Like she's not just like regular schmegler degla. Like, well, that, that that that's just. I I just don't think um many black, I, I don't think many black women just are doing that anyway. So like I I don't know what I don't I don't know how many black women feels like um are uh, not um they're committed to the career like black men are indeed so that's why I said like I I I meant that like like black women are the most educated one of the most educated higher percentages in the nation yes so like that's what I'm saying like I I think they have drives just like black men so like I, I think in terms of that. But I, but even if that, I don't know if that's what it was when they started talking. Like it's it's a high percentage to just assume that they um, it's a bunch of people that 
he chose he chose them in the same income bracket. I mean, that's a high percentage. They might have been. Maybe they started off broke together and now they're doing great. Like, there's a number of circumstances that there, could there's, there's a lot of circumstances because it could lead to this. But the, I guess my thing is, why do black women who either make six figures or are just generally looking to date in that pool? Why why is it such a challenge for them to like? meet date and ultimately marry these men like what what is the issue because you're saying based on what you're saying these men are out there they are marrying black women so what's what's the disconnect well i i i think it it, it comes down to because i think this happens to um black people before i think we had this conversation before about black people we have this concern we of focus on our career and get ourselves together out of um, money wise before we start focusing on relationships, and we um we've constantly um told our children to focus on that first, and um I think what happens is a lot of people are less available once you get over twenty five. Okay. So a lot of people less less available and um. And that, and I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that's kind of where it gets into the the interracial thing because because a lot of times black we have this drive of doing career first. If we have people um, who are not black, a lot of time when they're, they're focused on relationship first and letting us focus on career, that's kind of sometimes what why that happens sometimes. Okay, I mean, I guess to me, I just feel like because because many times it's people. Who, um, who are over 30 who are women over 30 having that struggle right because to me I so, just feel like I, I, there's I, I no reason that this woman can't find a black man that meets her requirements like a, according to what you said they exist and they marry black women so it's like what where is the disconnect like why why I, is why is it, why it, is it, it so hard it could be a lot of things it could be of where she's looking it could be, it could, it could be a lot of things there's a lot of factors why someone's not meeting somebody I mean, I, I guess you know. It, it could be, a, it, it, it could be, a, it could be, a, it could be that. It could be um, where she's looking. It could be her not having time to like not really date. It could be she could be a bad spouse. It could be a lot of things. That, that all of those things are valid. I just feel like <laughs> it, it, it could have been she just got out of a, long, a long relationship. Like it, it could be a lot of things. I feel I feel that way, but I also feel like I don't know. I really don't think I believe that the pool is as extensive as. Is other people think it is. I I, I don't. I, I I think the concern is, um, and I think I've I've mentioned this before is like, um, the black professional circuit is not really together. So everybody thinks that it's small, but it's 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 not small. It's just n- lack of knowledge of what that look what that is in different locations, meaning. You have a black black professional circuit in Georgia, black professional circuit in New York, and in, di- and in different pockets in there. And everybody thinks that it's just us. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of times, p- being around the same group and seeing the same people, you're like, oh, who are the available people? If, don't, oh, I only see these people. Yeah. So, so like a lot, the, the black professional circuit of black people make it over hundred thousand. We we we're constantly being told that it's only a small amount of us. Hmm. So like we're not we're not realizing the large amount of 
black professionals making over a hundred thousand a year. Right. And, and like, and so like we, we're not, I don't think a lot of people, um, certain are looking at the whole pool. They're just looking at where the, the where they are around. Like if we, um, if we're in a professional circuit, like she, she says she owns her own business, right? I believe so. Yeah. So like she, she sees certain people and she's in certain circuits, certain circles. Right. And everything. I'm not sure how expensive she's, she's, um, her circles are. Yeah, I yeah, like I'm just like I don't know if 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 it's that she needs to, so maybe she needs to change location. Yeah, because like a lot a lot of people in her circle, like she might be around everybody around her is married. Right. <laughs> I'm like, if that's the case, then that's the that's the pool one. The pool done dried up. Yeah. But like I don't know if it's so, that like, she needs I, I to like yeah, go I, I, to next town over, or two towns over, and see what's up. Like maybe she a, need to like move to another part of her state. A, or so, I don't know. Yeah, there's a large amount of black professionals. There's not a lot of, a lot of large amount of black professionals in the same area. Yeah, I mean the, we're we're very peppered in the United States, right? Because to me, even though she called herself a five, like I think she's a, a pretty girl, and she has a lot going for herself. I mean, you know, because I feel like as black women, we ha- w- when men are looking at us, I feel like they have a, a, a list of things that we got to meet the requirements for, like. We gotta, we gotta have a job and be making money. So, like as you said, we don't gotta ask y'all for nothing. We y'all don't want us to have kids. Some of you, uh, we can't. You know, y'all got requirements about weight, about hair, about this, about that. So it's just kind of like, okay, that's that's cool. We can all want things, but like, how, like. <laughs> When does all of these things that you want translate into an actual like relationship that leads to marriage? Like, I, I think that's the part where I get a little tripped up because it's like we have these preferences. We have these things that we want. But it's like, why is it that someone that technically meets those requirements is still having a problem? Because she didn't have kids. So, you know, you don't have to worry about no baby daddies or whatever. She's still, you know, she has her own money. She's got a business. She's got, she, she seems to be somebody that has it going on for herself. So it's just kind of like, what's in my mind, based on things I've like heard over the years that men say they're looking for in a woman. It's like, it seems like she is that. So I'm like, why is it that she's having the challenge? And it could just, it could be her. It could be something wrong with her that she didn't present in the conversation. But it's like, I feel like I know personally women who like meet that requirement they're beautiful inside and out they've got things going for themselves career-wise they've got their own money but it's like they're dating but they just keep meeting like people that just aren't right and so it's like what what what, what, what do, I'll say what, what I'll do say, you do what I'll, what if I'll you're say, so so-called following the playbook that kevin samuels and individuals like that tell you you know because they'll there's They'll tell you, oh, if you got kids, you can give up on finding you a man because don't no man want to raise nobody else's kids. So, like, if I'm a woman, because, that- because his, what, what he's saying is trash. That's why, like, you shouldn't follow his playbook because what he's saying is trash. It's, it's right. not. It's not about. No, that. I agree with you. I agree with but you. But like, like what I, what I've said to you um, about um, when we had a conversation about your friends and stuff like that. I think it's the, number one: stop letting people who are not worth your time worth like take your time. Mm-hmm. And everything, because like it, it's a like, I understand the annoyance of keep trying and like putting forth effort to people, and you feel now you feel like I'm putting effort with these people and it's still not working. 
stop putting forth effort to the people who don't matter before like don't 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 just be like all right maybe i gotta try with it no no you don't right right. like a lot of times people know certain things about the person before but they keep trying with i'm like no that it's it's no move on Mm -hmm. and that's why i said like it's 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 um it's a lot it's, like I said it's a lot of factors of why someone like I, I have a friend I have a, f- I have a few um guy friends that I know from college who are single and looking and like and like they're 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 always like trying to figure out what to do and how to make this <laughs> mm-hmm. and like, so it's like like they, they, they're they just tr- they're trying to figure it out the same way yep and like yep. The, and and they and 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 they they say they want to be married. Like, of course, I, I don't know how they are relationships. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. I, 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 have, I know how they are. All I know is how they are as, as friends. You don't know how they are relationships. You're like, you don't, you don't know. Like, like there's, a few, there's a few guys who want to, like, they, they're still single. Yeah. <sighs> it's wild out here in these streets. I- so, like, it, 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 it's, it's just, like, I, I don't know how people date. How people are friends and how people date are two different things. Some people are just really bad daters. That too, that too, <laughs> that is possible. That 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 is very possible. Yeah, I just I, I I just feel like you know it's it's just it's just sad that you know black women who are some who are according to Malcolm X the most disrespected woman in this country. Um, he did was true then and it's true now. Um black women have gone have done so much to like kind of pull themselves up out the mud and really excel and to still kind of be told by another black man no less that you basically aren't that great and you need to lower your standards to get somebody it's just like well damn can we no, no. He, can we be great? Can no, we win? No, he, he's just trash. That's and it. and and while I agree that yes, he's trash. Yes, he's this. Like I can't help. I can't help but wonder like how many people he's kind of used those words with, and how how they've believed him because they don't know better. Correct. And because that, like to but, a lot of and, women, this is like the first like quote unquote male perspective that they're getting because maybe they don't have brothers or or you know cousins he's, he's or act, or men in their life who can tell them stuff so they're taking this as gospel like oh this is a man he's been married before so he knows i'm taking this and it's just like nah this is some harmful stuff that you're taking in that's what i'm trying to say is he's actually making it worse he's actually making it worse yeah because now she comes with like it's just making it worse because like she's losing confidence in herself right right and like she, she she's not helping the situation and he's he's giving like guys who are listening a heightened sense of oh yeah it's not it's not it's it's her fault right and it's like well it's her fault it's, it's like it's not it's not i'm not doing anything wrong right right and it's like no 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 you 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 are potentially you know contributing to the situation in some in some way shape or form so let's not let's not um, do that so wrapping up the last thing i want to say is i remember um i was i was actually um listening to like one of your random YouTube videos and like <laughs> some, someone um said something was which is true is like there's this mindset of like women feel like you have to how do you keep a man there should be no keeping a man right you keep livestock not humans yeah you, there, there's no keeping a man like the, rea- the reality is you'll both work together it is not your job as a woman to keep a man that's not how that works right 
yeah y'all need to be working together to keep each other engaged in the relationship and feeling like this is something that's worth one another's time uh because at the end of the day if one of you feels like the other person isn't doing their part or holding up their end of the bargain to their their end of the bargain to keep the relationship going y'all in trouble because now one of you might be like i'm out of here because this isn't going the way that i thought it was gonna go so i just think that you know i agree with what you said like it it takes two to tango and to and to keep the relationship going so we say all this to say take the information from these quote unquote relationship guru people that be on YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that with a grain of salt. Like if you really feel like you're having trouble um, meeting somebody or maintaining uh, relationships, maybe you need to go see a therapist. You need to go see some type of professional matchmaker something just somebody who has some like qualifications that knows something not don't just like run listen to what some random person on youtube or or instagram is talking about like like i said before a clock is wrong twice a day a broken clock is wrong twice a day but you know you can't let people like kevin samuels and this like kind of like lead you astray because like I don't think people like him realize the impact of the words that they use and how far their reach goes and how much the things they do and say impact the lives of regular regular everyday people. Like I don't think they realize how malicious and um harmful a lot of the things they say can do how how harmful a lot of the things they say can uh manifest people's lives i meant to say and i don't think they realize how how accountable they have to be for their their behavior um because they might just they just think oh i'm just you know talking just shooting a shooting the breeze whatever whatever but it's like there's people out there that are really looking for guidance and they're taking your words as solid legitimate advice and while they quote unquote should know better they may not so i just think that you have to be careful um when you're kind of touting yourself as some kind of relationship expert or whatever you want to call it um because there is an expectation that people have of you to kind of do right and give they're looking to you for something and you got to be you got to be mindful like i'm not saying they on the same level as like an Ellen or Oprah or something like that, where people really kind of take their word as bond. Like it's not on, it's not like they're not like that, but you know, you do have a following, you do have a platform. And so you kind of have to be careful with how you use your platform because you could really be spreading some really toxic, harmful stuff and not even really be aware of how far reaching that this is. Cause for me, I'm like, how many women watched that interview and were like, oh well maybe I am a five maybe I'll never meet anybody and now like they all discouraged and in the dumps and yeah you could say oh yeah they shouldn't let some stranger affect them blah 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 blah. but strangers do affect us it's the truth whether you want to admit it or not so I just feel like Kevin Samuels and people of his ilk need to be a little bit more careful with the way they they operate because you know you you could be really doing some damage to people and not even realizing it with with the way you are so i saw that the young lady who was in the video did another interview with someone else kind of talking about her experience i didn't get a chance to watch it but hopefully i will get to this week and uh 
kind of see what her take was on on everything so yeah that was our that was our uh topic uh for the week that was our little discussion word, 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 um, word. we're certainly welcome to hear your suggestions your thoughts your feedback so yeah uh where can you find us all love no fear pcast on instagram all love no fear p1 on twitter all love no fear podcast facebook page um all love no fear pcast at gmail.com and you can also email us at contact at all love no fear pcast.com we would love to hear your feedback your thoughts tell us if we're dead wrong we won't be offended we promise um so yeah Pick a fight wow i mean we can but wow i didn't i didn't think that's what she was gonna do at all no? i didn't okay. i didn't see that like i saw you turn towards the mic but i didn't think that that's where you was you was going with it energy wise but it's whatever we could fight though pull up um yeah so yeah all right what's what's up next what's happening uh Ready for Artist Spotlight. All right. Artist Spotlight for season three, episode 21 is Moo Moo Fresh. Um, full name is it because is, her moomoos are fresh I, I don't know um, I'm just trying it, to get to the bottom it, of the name honey I just want to know full name is Maimuna Youssef is an American singer songwriter and rapper she is of Choctaw Creek Cherokee and African American heritage she performs music under the stage name Moomoo Fresh uh, she was a, she earned a Grammy nomination for her vocal contribution to Don't Feel Right by The Roots in 2007. She performed in the 2007 hip-hop documentary film Dave Chappelle's Black Party. Yousef released an EP, Black Magic Woman, and a full album, The Blooming, in 2011. With DJ Dummy, she released the album Vintage Babies featuring Common, Irving Washington, and Malik Yousef in 2017. Yusuf represented the Washington, D.C. chapter of the Recording Academy at the 2015 Grammy Festival at Sea. She performed an NPR Tiny Desk concert with August Green in February 2018 and her own set in July 2018. Okay. All right. Um, I found out about her, of course, through Toby. I, I feel like this is a, this is a Toby, Toby cast sometimes. <laughs> Not Toby cast. <laughs> But um, she has a, she has a feature on um, Toby's new album Sync Originals. Word. And um, the song that I want to play for you is called M O G, M O G's. M O G's. Yes, which sounds like emojis or M O G's, whatever you want to say. Uh huh. Um, and um, this is this is off of. A album I think she did with someone named Salam Remy. Oh, okay. Uh, she, well, she did the song with Salam Remy. I don't know if it's the whole like the whole album, but I don't know if she did the mm-hmm. song with Salam Remy. Um, and it's called Emojis. It's her new single. Um, please check it out. Um, well, of course you can always find the um her Instagram information in our. Description for the podcast. Word. And this is M O G. Word, word, word. You say I'm acting brand new. 
feeling like a broken record. So I won't mention how you fucked up my credit. You feeling disconnected? I'm feeling disrespected. Why you living so reckless? We ain't even protected. But you can't stand to be corrected. Better that than the price of being neglected. Sit back and just unpack it. Let the truth strip down till she naked. This thing gotta be strong. Been loving you so long since we were snotty nose kids begging for loot from your mom. You hold me close in your arms. Your bubble goose keep it warm, but shit, time moves on. Why be king of your tenement when you can have a domain that's imminent and growth gains unlimited? Before you start that shit, let me finish it. I love you infinite, that beast is vicious. Don't hand over your freedom for money and bitches. Our daddies did that shit. When we gon' learn that block you love is unconcerned. But you rather hug a block than hug me. That was Miss Moo Moo Fresh with her fresh Moo Moo's. Um, her voice is really soothing. Uh, there's kind of like a Jasmine Sullivan-esque quality to it. Uh, so I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Thank you for introducing me to her. I'm going to have to go do my Googles and look her up now. Uh, so, yeah. That's what's up. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yes. She, she she was good. Um, I, 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 liked, I liked the whole everything that... um. She's doing, um, yes, indeed. How old is, is she? Did you say? I don't remember. It don't matter. Whatever she's doing, she's doing great. Shouts out <laughs> to the young queen. I have no idea how she is. Yeah, but she's she's a grown lady making grown lady music. So yes, ma'am. That I'm with it. Sounds about right. I'm with it. Word. Ready for this weekend random. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this is kind of a quiet like news week. I ain't even gonna hold you. Um, so what all had happened? Hold on. Let me let me get my little documents together. Hold on. What happened? What I did? Oh my god. What I did with it? Um Yeah, I don't have my life together at all. Um page just disappeared. This what this the ghetto, honey. Um so so the COVID vaccine is now out. Um people have been having some interesting responses. Um so it's being given out to healthcare professionals uh, primarily at this point in time. I think they said it'll be available to the general population sometime in the spring slash early summer. But right now, the uh, majority of it is going out to um, medical professionals. I saw my doctor last week and he was like, yeah, I'm waiting to get mine. Like other people in the office got theirs. I'm trying to see what's up. So um, 
you know, the medical professionals are getting the vaccine. I have seen a few reports of people having like really severe allergic reactions to the vaccine. And I think I read somewhere that um, if you have really bad allergies, you should be cautious because there's an ingredient in it that can trigger um, a negative reaction if you have um, allergies. Um, there's some chemical in it that does that. So um, that is something, I guess, to be mindful of. But uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see what the rest of the glitches slash slide effects are as time goes on. Yeah, like um, none of the side effects have been lethal yet. Yes, which is good. Um, Let's hope it stays that way. um, There hasn't been enough time for people to get the second shot yet. Yeah, we're not really sure what's going to happen yet. So people are going to get the second. So people aren't really immune yet. Yeah, even if they have the vaccine because the nine to the second shot goes in. Yeah, and the yeah. second shot is it was like seven or fourteen days after. So wait, you gotta wait two like three more days for the second shot, and then we'll really see see what the effectiveness of the vaccine correct. is. Because um, um, like what they said was, you can still it's no proof that you cannot still be a carrier. Yes, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it just won't affect you. Yeah, you won't. You won't get sick from it necessarily, but, but you, you could potentially still, still, still spread it to someone. You can else. still spread it to somebody else for being a carrier. Yeah, which is why it was they want more people to get the vaccine so that even if you get it, it won't affect you. Right. So um, this nurse uh, out here, I think at Lij. Um, in uh, Queens, she got she was the first uh, person in the United States, I believe, to get the vaccine. And, you know, she was black. And, you know, people were like, oh, they using this black woman to try to convince black people to get the shot. And, you know, we can't fall for it. Da, 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 da. I'm like, that could be true. But also. If she wants to keep her job, she has to get the vaccine. Like, was it a photo op situation? To get the black woman, sure, mad photo op. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, I think they did that on purpose. But also, I don't know if she necessarily agreed to be filmed being the first person to be part of the photo op situation. I also feel like it was kind of a, hey, girl, you want to still keep working here? You should. You should get that vaccine. And somebody said in the PR world, you know what would be great? Let's get a black nurse. And they were like, okay. We've got yeah. a black nurse because black nurses are everywhere. Yeah, but all, all the medical professionals have to. All get the it. medical professionals have to get it. Black, yes. white, like just. So let's let's not you know conspiracy conspiracy this one just yet. Yeah, I, which I I think um, a lot of black people just don't like being PR too. Right. It's <laughs> and, just and, like because we can see it for what it is. It's like girl, Correct. girl. But like sometimes you have to get past it. Like, but what really though? What needs to happen? Right. So like I understand. I understand why you don't, like that's the reason why people don't like him when like they do certain things with movies stuff like they feel like they're just trying they're just trying to pr to me right and, and like i don't I, they, and some people just don't like it <laughs> yeah because to further exacerbate that situation the surgeon general uh dr jerome who's you know i don't know where he where we stand on his black card as a community but we'll discuss that at another, at another time because it it seems natural to me but i don't know how other people feel he apparently fixed his mouth to say that LeBron James should take the shot because he feels like LeBron can convince other people that they should take the shot. That is that is why I think his black card needs to be examined and determined if he can keep it or not. Because if there are people out there in this world who still believe 
that people will do something because a celebrity have done has done something. What year is this? It's 2020. We don't give a damn about what a celebrity does. LeBron can get the shot if he wants to. No one's getting the shot because LeBron got the shot. Like, let's be clear. No, one, the the average person. I can see maybe some of his teammates being like, all right, well, you know, he's the leader of the team. So I guess if he get the shot, I'll get the shot, too, because we got to play. But like, I, I'm not going to get a shot because LeBron James yeah. got a shot. Like, I, I don't I, care. I, I, I think. But I also think that. um PR is always behind the curve. Yeah, because like because LeBron they, they, getting they, they, the they, shot would be like just a big PR. Is he's trying to make it a PR moment? This yeah, guy. but like, but that that has been the PR thing for years, and they haven't updated the books on like black people don't really care about celebrities like that. Like, well, we like celebrities. We're not following them. Right. Like we're just we're like, not, all right. We're not, we're not doing things because they do them. Right. I, like I'm and trying I, to understand where the narrative comes from that. We are gonna follow something because the celebrities doing it. Because like that, that's been the PR strategy for a long time. For like, like that, that's what the PR strategy was for. Like Trump was getting like their rappers. Yeah, I was, so just was like, like so it was like, well, these rappers cool. So obviously, I'm gonna get the hard, I'm gonna get the black vote. Obviously, so it, it, it like, you real, like, and it's just like, do y'all realize that PR, we we PR, look down on them? Like, what do you yeah, mean? PR doesn't understand. Jesus Christ. PR oh. has not updated the books on what actually works for black. They, they don't know. They, they don't know because I'm they, just like, girl, they have no idea how it works. If LeBron went and got this shot today, there'd be a bunch of dudes that are like big NBA fans. Like, I don't know why he did that. He wildin'. I wouldn't do it. Like, I I could I just don't even see why you and, think and, you know, it you know, would go you know, down. You know, you know, you know strong how how like big conspiracy theorists black men are. Do you, do you know? Right, like, come on, black men are the biggest. Like, listen, they, they look at my brother like, yeah, wildin'. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, LeBron got that shot because he's you think, part of the Illuminati now. It's like, okay, all like, right. You think, you know, All you know, right, everybody. You know, black man's conspiracy. Listen, I rode in an Uber one time with the black man conspiracy theorist, and I was just, and this was right before the election. I was just like, wow. Like, you see these people posting online, but you never think you're going to meet one in person until you do. And it's just like, you really believe it? Wow. Wow. Big wow. Big, big wow. So yeah, I don't know where they thought they was gonna go with LeBron taking the shot and convincing other people to do it. Girl, we don't care. We don't we don't care if LeBron takes a shot. We not if if people not gonna do it, they're not gonna do it, and that's the end of that. LeBron doesn't live with any of us, okay? Like he's not gonna convince any of us who he don't live with to take the shot if we don't want it. So please relax with all that. What are you watching? It's really ridiculous. All right, um, real quick, have you um? So, real thing I want to talk about is, I guess on a on a fun note is the the back and forth between Kevin Stage and Jonathan Reynolds. Oh it's, my god, it's, it's just, quite hilarious. If you're not if you don't have anything else to do, go go find that. It's uh, great. I think it started with Kevin Stage talking about Jonathan Reynolds because he was just mad that Jonathan Reynolds was like can do everything. He was like. Singer, songwriter, basketball, <laughs> basketball player. player. He's like Mensa uh, member. He's got uh, everything going on. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, like I, th- I think it was a, it was just playful. And then I think the it really the, the beef officially started when um, Kevin Stage got a guitar <laughs> and was like, "I'm coming for you. I know I'm gonna play guitar." And John the girls came back with the um with the fake stand up. Then Kevin on stage came. What did he come? I don't even remember. Like it's been so much back and forth at this point. I it's, can't keep up with what has it's happened. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Is what it is. Um, they're going back and forth. I think the most recent one is um, 
what's it called? Kevin on stage was talking. What he has a promotion for like a beard trimmer. Yes, bevel. Bevel. And then John McGrenos was talking about um, his hairline. Because Kevin <laughs> or, is bald headed. He was or, like or lack of hairline. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty hilarious. What I realized from this whole thing is John McGrenos is hilarious. Yes, Jonathan McReynolds has big jokes. He's very dry humor. He is hilarious, but big jokes. Um, but yeah, if if you have if you have time, look at both of their Instagrams at their back and forth. And it's I I, I it's a just like I, I understand that they're both friends, just going back and forth. But like I I can also see how like cross promotion and marketing is is a, is a great plan. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just a few things, few things, few things. Uh, hold on, what else? So, um, for those of you who like know me, know that I love reality TV shows, and I've been watching uh Real Housewives of Potomac since it first started. It's a great show, arguably the best in the Real Housewives franchise, in my opinion. So, um, if you're familiar with the Real Housewives of Potomac franchise, you know that Pastor Jamal Bryant's ex-wife Giselle is one of the main uh characters on Real Housewives of Potomac and this season Pastor Jamal was featured as her as their storyline claim was that they were rekindling their relationship and getting back together after having been divorced for several years so at the reunion show another cast member kind of dropped the bomb on the whole thing and was basically like they were faking their relationship uh for the show for the storyline and he's actually been romantically linked to another woman in Atlanta. And the f- other cast member had text messages and whatever from the woman proving that this other relationship was taking place. Um, Jamal then came on the internet and made a response video that came across very Christian threatening. Like, yeah, I'm saying this in the name of love, but don't forget I'm from Baltimore. You may know my phone number, but I know your address. And it was just kind of like, okay. So, you know, now apparently the streets are saying that he may be facing termination from his church. Um, New Birth in Atlanta. New Birth, you might have heard of Eddie Long was the pastor of that church before. And there was some escandalo down to that church back when um, Eddie Long was alive. And so... I mean, I thought it was interesting when they hired Jamal Bryant because, you know, according to the streets, again, Jamal is, you know, uh, for the streets. And so, um, I mean, even his wife, his ex-wife Giselle said it like on the first season of the show. She was like, the reason her and him broke up is because he was a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Those were her words. And so, you know, Jamal being for the streets and having the kind of reputation he had, even her father said it on the show this season, how she, she he didn't want her to be with him because he got about six or seven baby mamas. So it's common knowledge that Jamal is for the streets. And so the fact that the church hired him after Eddie Long, I was like, you would hire someone controversial after your previous controversial pastor passed away from God knows what, but whatever it was, they said that was the story isn't the real story, but that's neither here nor there. So I just thought it was interesting that they hired him in the first place. And so, you know, given the things that happened over the course of the season, because Giselle sort of basically admitted to them having extramarital sex. And I mean, yes, they were married before, but they're not married now. And if he's a pastor, then, you know, the standard you're supposed to uphold as, you know, a leader is not that you're technically having extramarital sex slash shacking with your 
ex-wife even if y'all were married before like there's it's a little messy there so i think that kind of stuff that came out on the show coupled with what the uh other cast member revealed about him you know basically lying about dating giselle and really being with somebody else apparently that has now caused the you know deacon board or whoever um at the church that he's at now to consider terminating him from his contract with the church because it's now bringing unnecessary attention to the church because i think they were trying to get over the whole eddie long like story and just kind of be like we just a regular church and now here comes this guy going on reality tv and i remember when he first came on the show i was kind of surprised because like in the past like in previous episodes like he would maybe be on previous seasons he would maybe be on one episode but this season he was on a number and i was just like but you just got this high profile job like why are you like on this show like this like and now it looks like you about to lose your high profile job behind this show and it was funny because in the video that he did in response to the stuff that came out he was kind of like this is why i don't support reality tv blah, blah 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 i'm like well why would you be pretend or otherwise dating somebody who is and it's not like his ex-wife is like just a minor character on the reality show she is the star of the show the show is centered around her so what's your argument for i'm against reality tv but the mother of your children is the star of a reality show and you agreed to participate in the show like what you saying not making sense two plus two not no, making four you still want to know that check right i'm like two plus two not making four jamal yeah, that's it that's it. So it's I'd be I'd be very interested to see how this plays out. Like I I hope he doesn't get fired as a result of this, but it's also like, well, I mean, you did do some wildness, and maybe you need, yeah, you like, do need to sit down and think yeah, about what you've done. I I understand because like the church is like we're trying to get away from scandal. Like you out here bringing more scandals here. We don't like it. We don't we don't we, don't, we just want to be in the cut. Right. Like we're just trying to chill. We don't want no more smoke. We don't want no more extra attention. Because I think the person that he was accused of being in a relationship with while he was allegedly in a relationship with his ex-wife go either goes to or is on staff at that church. So it's just like, okay, it's getting messier by the second. And I think I was reading somewhere that he like just had another child like a one like he has a one-year-old down in atlanta somewhere so it's just like you're just a, a little messy boots and you're making it a little a little hot now so yeah i i yeah i'll be interested to see how that goes um so i don't know if you heard but apparently they've agreed to a deal the government has agreed to a deal where there will be some kind of stimulus check jamal might need says stimulus check because he might be unemployed um we don't know but the way it sounds he might be unemployed so he might need that stimulus but apparently it's only six hundred dollars that they're giving this time and apparently nancy pelosi said something to the effect of oh this will this will be a great improvement for working families i'm like six hundred dollars for who for what but uh, do y'all do people know how much daycare costs six hundred dollars can't even cover a month of that so I don't know what these politicians think this six hundred dollars is supposed to do. Like I don't know if they're just so far removed from real life that they just really don't. They I, I can't imagine why anybody that is over the age of twenty five with responsibilities would think that six hundred dollars is a lot of money because it ain't. It, the 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 big thing is probably the the actual business loans because like I said it's 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 more the business loans than that because like in in their mind we're giving you money. like. 
They, they could have kept that. Nah, and and, and for uh, what they, I, they, I have they, to they, read they, further they, into it, but it sounds like it's going to be even harder to qualify for it than the first twelve hundred that they yeah. gave like earlier. They, so they, like they they could have kept that and just used that to pay off these school loans. Yeah, <laughs> like like I, I I think they're mis mis misplacing what with that um that stimulus because it, it's because they know that giving people money mm-hmm. versus paying off school loans will directly um go towards the economy. Right, so that that's why they're doing that. They're doing do this, do this, um, put money because like people are going to use that money directly to into the economy. Yeah, that's where they're doing that. It's, but it's I'm tr- like paying off well. the school loans would actually it's, make it's, a huge difference too. Correct, but like because people would feel like, oh, I can buy a house, a house, I can do this, I can do that, because student yeah. loans is what's holding back a lot of people, but from but, doing from making certain purchases. But it's not going to be as direct as giving someone money. I mean, I guess. No, no, it. it, it, it Doing doing bills and loans will benefit people more, mm-hmm. but it won't directly affect the economy. True, true. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I get it to that. I get it to that respect, but I'm still like, just cancel my student loans, my guy. Like, I'll spend so much money, like you don't even know, because I have so much of it. If I don't have these loans, so I'll just I'll just be out here. I'll just buy things. I'll buy things. I promise. I like buying things. Just cancel my loans, please, please. Who do I have to speak to about this? Is there, is there a place where I write a letter? Kristen. Do I send a card? Like, what do I have to do? <laughs> what what do I have to do? Just someone tell me, please. Uh, moving on. Um, so did anybody watch that E-40 and Two Short Versus this weekend? Because I promise you, my New York-based timeline wasn't nobody talking about it. At least what I saw on Saturday night. I didn't see any posts. I didn't see any comments. I saw one person. I, the I only saw, post I saw was somebody being like, so did anyone watch this? That was the only thing I saw. I didn't see anybody commenting on it or anything. I have a lot of friends from California from like Hampton. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of them were saying stuff. Because if you're from the Bay Area of California, it's just a big thing for y'all. Yeah. It's, I feel like this was a very regional versus. Yeah. And Mark said earlier, it was kind of similar to the Fabulous and Jada versus. Like, that's very regional. If you're not like a New York person or into New York rappers, you might not have given a, a good goddamn about no uh, fabulous or Jada Jesus, kids. Yeah. Like I cared, but I, I could see if you know someone was from Mississippi, they might not have given 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 much energy to that. But apparently, but I, I saw some memes. It was, it was hilarious. So I can't. I might have to look. I might have to go look at them because E forty is hilarious. Yeah, he, so it makes he's, sense. he's a personality. So I was just I was just on the versus page, and apparently this was the third, the heart, the third highest tweeted battle ever. Um, they had two point nine million viewers overall across the Apple Music and um, the uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the Instagram app. They were one point two million impressions. Um, and what else do they have to say? It looks like it did pretty well. I'm not even going to front. I'm genuinely surprised by these numbers because, child, I didn't know. Um, I, I didn't think this many people was into it. So, you know, I'm not even mad. I think this is it for the year. I don't think they have any more. I think the next one will be the Ashanti, Keisha Cole rescheduled um, versus. But I'm, 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 I'm okay. I guess um the final thing I wanted to just kind of touch on so we're recording this on 
December 21st. And allegedly this is the day where black people were supposed to get their powers. So I would like to know from you as an audience, did any of y'all get them? Do you know what they are? Like what's tea? Um, Mark, are you feeling different? Do you have any, any new powers that you want to talk about? You've seemed normal today, but I'm not really sure. You no, know, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get my powers today. It didn't happen. Damn. Which is trash. Damn. I was really looking forward to finding out like what was, what I was going to get. Cause I don't even know. Like maybe I have it already and I just don't even know yet. Maybe it just haven't activated it. I don't know. So like in case you don't know what we're talking about. So apparently there was a thing that was going around, um, I guess I must have noticed it last week, but maybe it was going on before that, where basically they were saying on December 21st, black people are going to receive some type of superpowers or have some type of special awakening um, because I think Saturn and Jupiter were like aligning in some weird way they haven't done in like 400 years. And they were connecting that to uh, black people being enlightened or more awakened or whatever the case is. And uh, of course, black people being black people, everything must be a joke, a meme, a video. So there were plenty of memes, videos and other jokey things about uh, folks getting powers. And today I sent an email like I sent an email at work and somebody replied to me and was like, happy super powered Monday. And I just I got my life because black, black people don't know, don't know how to do nothing else It's clown. We will clown for everything. Like, I promise you, I don't know why we can't take anything seriously. Um, we will find a way to make a joke out of anything. Like, I, it's, it's our, that's our superpower is being able to find a way to make a joke out of every single thing. So, um, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see what happens out here in these streets. There was some young lady apparently who was on Twitter saying, don't get the vaccine. They don't want to, don't get that COVID vaccine. They trying to block black people from accessing their powers. So don't get the vaccine. Cause it's going to block your powers. I'm like, huh? How did we get there? I'm so confused. Like what the vaccine got to do with the planets aligning? I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like I just help help there's there's a lot that's happening out there on the internet like i get why people just don't be on there because like you start going down rabbit holes of weird things and you just it's really hard to figure out what's going on so yeah if y'all got powers let the kid know i'd like to know more about it (laughs) that's 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 it for me that's all i got got it what about you anything else anything else you want to want to bring to the table and talk about want to want to dissect i'm i'm ready you ready to go i'm ready to go it's been real super real and this is where are we we are like 139 almost an hour 40 minutes look at us wrapping it up well before the two hours because y'all like to talk mad trash like our podcast is long whatever um yeah so but we still love y'all for listening all two hours we We appreciate it if you have questions let us know yes absolutely send us an email talk to us yes please do we appreciate y'all so much uh y'all are great we love y'all Thank y'all so much for supporting us all year. Like it has been the challenges trying to do everything and getting it together with all this COVID and whatnot. But um, we wish you once again a Merry Christmas filled with delightful food and social distancing. Andrew Cuomo is watching New Yorkers. So don't be having 50, 11 people over your house with this COVID outside, okay? Don't do it because it's just going to make things worse. Like it's never going to go away. And we already gave up one summer. I'm not giving up another one. Okay. I'm just not. I do not plan to send summer 2020 inside or completely in the United States. I'm just not interested. So y'all 
act right this Christmas. Just follow the rules. Wear your mask properly. Stay away from people. Get tested if you think you've been around someone who had COVID. Just just do the right thing, man. Just do the right thing. That's all I ask. I'm not asking for a lot. Just do the right thing. Okay? We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Until next time. We, we bid you, you adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey.